Hey, chiropractors, we're ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. Hey, docs, welcome to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, and today I've got an exciting interview. This is a... uh, a new topic for this show for sure. And we've had a lot of those lately, which is exciting. You know, we, we are a marketing and business uh, podcast and we interview people that are doing interesting things or unique um, pieces of information I can provide you. You know, like I think what I'm trying to do for my audience and frankly for myself is collect and, and catalog as many great resources and, and uh, informational uh, nuggets I can to try to get out there. And this interview with Dr. Joshua Cole is a, a fascinating topic for me. And he has a great story. You know, he's, he built a practice and he has now on the other side of merging with a hospital system in Virginia. And we're going to dive into that. We're going to, he's going to tell us his story, uh, what it looks like, looked like, looks like the process all the different things, some of the mindset that the hospital group is coming at it with, um, the potential of other hospitals doing this. And uh, it's just a very fascinating topic. And I'm excited for our profession in many ways. You know, I've, I've been fortunate enough to talk to a lot of chiropractors. I've coached a lot. I've recently had a chiropractor that I coached that um, ended up getting a great opportunity with the VA and took that and uh, just re- he was really pumped about it and it was great. And I'm hearing other opportunities, right? And this is one of them working for the hospital system. And so we dive into that in this interview today. And even if you're not looking for a scenario where you either merge or get acquired uh, by a group, you know, the more you do to set up your practice to be buyable or sellable or whatever you want to say, uh, the more opportunities that could come along in the next one to 10 years or so that really could knock your socks off and be an opportunity that you couldn't have imagined. I, I do think we're getting to that uh, phase of chiropractic where we're getting accepted by groups that we didn't in the past. And I think strongly there's going to be opportunities that come about that really could be a great exit strategy for you if you're getting closer to retirement or just kind of an exit from owning your own practice per se and maybe uh, being a clinical director for a hospital group and, and, and being compensated very fairly on multiple ends. So um, here is my interview with Dr. Joshua Cole. All right. Welcome to the show, Josh. I really appreciate your time today. And this is definitely a unique topic that I'm excited to dive into. I happen to run into a Facebook post that you were chatting about it. And I was like, you know what, that'd be a great thing to talk about because a lot of chiropractors out there are looking for opportunities and new types of situations. And, and, and I contend that it's, uh, it's never been a better time to be a chiropractor in many ways. Yeah. I know reimbursement's not as fun as it used to be in the eighties or nineties, but there's opportunities that we have that chiropractors never did before. And you're an example of that. So I'm excited to have you on the show today, Josh. So tell us a little bit about yourself and we'll go into it. Thanks, Kevin. And and first of all, thanks for having me on the show. Um, 
Yeah, I graduated in 2010 from New York Chiropractic College, which has recently changed its name. Yeah. I started out in an integrated practice with PTs and, and chiropractors and mm-hmm. spent about five years in that associateship. And then during my last year there, I formed my own practice while mm-hmm. working full-time for them and part-time for myself and then transitioned into my own practice about 40 minutes away in Stafford, Virginia. And since then, it's been Cole Sports Chiropractic and Rehab. And uh, yeah. Okay. And how long have you had your own practice? 2014 is when it officially opened mm-hmm. about April of 2014. And mm-hmm. then uh, it transitioned and merged with the hospital here. May 10th was my start date. May 10th. Okay. And, and obviously you let the cat out of the bag. We're going to be chatting about <laughs> how you're, you have an affiliation with a hospital right now and there's a merge and, and how that all uh, shook out. Let's start from pre-COVID and then lead up to the point where you had some kind of connection with this hospital and we'll go from there. Yeah. I mean, interesting thing is I would say connections. Dr. Kenneth May was an associate in the practice I was working with before mm-hmm. working in a different location for me. And I kept up with him. And then one day, Brandon May, I texted him and he told me he joined Centera Healthcare. And so I mm-hmm. asked him to tell me more about that. And I was like, that's really interesting. And he briefly mentioned that they're going to be looking for other people in the area eventually, and that he was the first in the Northern Virginia market for the Centera um, healthcare system. And that kind of happened before COVID. Mm-hmm. We had that conversation. That year, I would say that I probably wasn't very interested in pursuing it, but I was curious about it because mm-hmm. I thought it was a pretty interesting opportunity. I did some integrative internship when I was at MICC. I was what they called a mentor student where I trained other students on how to treat the, the patients in the VA system mm-hmm. and got more than double my minimum requirement of treatments in through that opportunity during school and work 6 a.m. to 11 p.m. every day instead of just sitting mm-hmm. in the basement somewhere waiting for a patient. <laughs> yeah, um, no, it's so, good hands-on. Yeah. And then 2019, um, I had a few years where personal things and stuff like that kind of got me a little distracted. In 2019, mm-hmm. I had a, a little bit more of a, a breakthrough and good. it's like, okay, I'm going to start hitting the ground running. And I probably saw 30, 40% growth in my numbers nice. once a month and was really taken off. And then right when the pandemic happened, mm-hmm. I had built it up to where I was going to have two full-time athletic trainers and one part-time athletic trainer mm-hmm. on my schedule and was building that up to try to give you know good quality care yep. um, to the patients and still be able to, to maybe enjoy some of the financial success as well. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly when COVID happened mm-hmm. and decided that it was necessary to close my doors for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Other challenges, I had a billing company that I was using that lost a lot of their support as well. And so they were Mm -hmm. unable to support me anymore. So Mm -hmm. I had to take on billing by myself. So we went from getting ready to to move into me with three assistants to me by myself (laughs) and not able to bill out anything for three months. So that kind Mm -hmm. of really changed the the landscape just like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of struggles for sure. Yeah. And so that was my personal story. And I know plenty of people have done just fine throughout that whole thing, but I overcome my challenges building up. I got my front desk trained on how to do some of the billing stuff. And so we became a little bit more efficient mm-hmm. and moved forward. Yep. And I went from six days a week to two and a half days a week of a schedule. Mm-hmm. And 
I've actually stayed at that since the beginning of COVID and currently still seeing patients two and a half days a week, seeing about 80, 90% of the flow I did before. Mm, that's so good. It's became a little bit more efficient. Yeah, um, I think a, a lot of people have figured that out where you don't have to work as many days and see the same amount of people. Now, yeah. if, you, if you want to see 200 people in a week, then you probably got to work more in a yeah. couple, two or three days a week, but it's a yeah. good realization for sure. So fast forward a little bit to when you reconnected with this hospital group. Yeah. At that moment, when the things went down, I was still talking to Kenny, I started talking to him a little mm-hmm. bit more frequently and we, we had discussions and he had already shown the director at the hospital my website and she seemed thrilled with, you know, what it seemed like I, I, I was all about. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and I can, mm-hmm. I'll talk more about what they're looking for in chiropractors and stuff like that as well. But uh, she got really excited and he said, Hey, it might take a little while, but they're probably going to reach out. <laughs> yeah. And probably about October mm-hmm. timeframe is what he shot for. And I think they contacted me a little bit before that. Okay. Not very good with the dates, but, um, you know, so she reached out finally and we went through a whole process of evaluating my business, which was a little stressful because they asked me for, uh, June and July numbers yeah. <laughs> and that was it of 2020, like, which yeah. is the worst <laughs> it had ever been. And so I was really nervous, um, and gave them those numbers. They took a look at it and they still said that, Hey, this looks great. Mm-hmm. And so they were still interested and we went through the discussions. They ended up offering me a signing bonus and money for my equipment. And I got to keep my accounts receivable and all that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, I guess that's my version of the, 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 the practice purchase. <laughs> yeah. So just to summarize and correct me if I'm wrong, obviously you got a signing bonus, you got some money for the equipment. They take over the business per se as a merge yeah. or an acquisition but you didn't necessarily get a, a buyout, but you also have a now paid position with them, correct? Yes, correct. And mm-hmm. when I did my analysis, it was more than worth it. I can't speak to specifics there, but I definitely um, think I came out on top mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. on that situation. And yeah, they just basically come in on May 10th with their computers mm-hmm. and everything. And we just started adding patients who wanted to come in to see me. Yeah. They were still calling I started adding them to this hospital software and putting them in the system that way. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. And obviously you're not the first person this has happened with, yeah. but I would say chiropractic hasn't been as popular in this type of mer- mergers and acquisition mm-hmm. as say specialties. Obviously we, we all, if you've been around for at least five years, anesthesiologists and all these other different types oh. of specialists are, are working for hospitals in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, I know dentists have had a lot of mergers and acquisition parts and franchises, big ones like Aspen Dental and those taken over. Yeah. So that's been pretty popular. And I know I don't hear a lot of it from the chiropractic side. That's what interests me when I saw your post. Yeah. But I've been feeling like over the last three to five years, it was on its way to where this could be an opportunity for a chiropractor. And I think it's an exciting opportunity. I know it has been for you. I know it's probably not, it's not, it's probably not for everybody, but tell me some of the the benefits now that you feel for you since this has all happened, whether it's not having to worry about payroll anymore to worrying about marketing anymore to any, any of the things that you feel like have really been the positive. Yeah. So I actually even, we've got, I think, 
currently, I was number eight mm -hmm. in the system here. Probably the second or maybe third. I'd have to clarify that with my boss um, mm -hmm. acquisition. Mm -hmm. The first acquisition was the guy who got it started. He was the first one that they brought in and they acquired his practice. Um, and he's been building things from the ground up. They, they didn't have all the systems in place yet. But yeah, could you remind me of the question again? Kevin? Oh, it's all right. Some of the positives. Yeah, just some of the things yeah. that have been really good. Well, so positives, I would say it's, I would say it's a competitive salary with benefits. Mm -hmm. That's One great. of the big ones for the particular group I'm in, mm -hmm. even though I personally am not going to probably take advantage of it, is I am working for a nonprofit now. Oh, and so there's the 10 years of the student loan forgiveness, that's which I feel like for chiropractors, that's huge. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> yeah, everybody that's listening right now, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sign me up. Yeah, I mean, personally, I, I'm not necessarily certain that it's going to work out. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm personally over covid I've done some things like sold my house and we've down downsized and we lived with family for the last year while they were helping with the kids. And mm -hmm. we paid off more than half of my student loans in the last year. Oh. So there was almost no income on my part, but we were still able to do stuff like that. So I think that there's a lot of benefits to mm -hmm. this and I have this to look forward to now because I knew that I was going to go into this role and it was coming, mm -hmm. even though it was six months from the time that they said, Hey, we're going to do this mm -hmm. to win it came through, I knew that it was on the horizon and that I could probably relax a little bit. Yeah. And that was a big thing I did as well as right beforehand, I wanted to go in with fresh eyes. So mm -hmm. I actually got coverage for my office for the last three weeks that I was in, in basically in business for myself mm -hmm. and took some time off to handle some of the closing down the business and going on vacation with the family and that kind of stuff. So that's another big benefit is paid time off. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that doesn't exist that in our profession. <laughs> you know, like they offer a significant amount of um, paid time off and even sick leave. Good. I mean, if you get sick, the, there's a chance that you build up enough to where it'll cover you for a while. Yeah, I think those things are huge. And I've always felt like chiropractors have always struggled in that arena where mm -hmm. I feel like we have so many lone wolves that people don't often get to the point of, enjoying some of the benefits of being a part of a group, yep. you know, and, and everyone's out on their own for themselves. Whereas there's a lot of benefits and, and efficiency mm -hmm. within mm -hmm. an organization. All right, docs, here's a new opportunity for you from Darcy Sullivan of Propel. She is our SEO specialist in helping out many chiropractors uh, with their search engine optimization and making sure Google is finding you and getting you new patients. It's amazing how many new patients chiropractors can get and are getting when they do uh, the SEO right and a few other things. And Darcy is offering a free SEO workshop just for chiropractors. And you can sign up for that at bit.ly bit.ly slash propel MCM. That is bit.ly bit.ly propel MCM modern chiropractic marketing, right? And so check out that link and we're going to have you go over five SEO secrets to owning the first page of Google uh, without buying ads. And Darcy's going to give that free workshop one hour to really help grow your practice and start churning new patients from the ever mighty Google, which is still king in the online marketing. So check that out at bit.ly slash propel MCM for the one hour free workshop. No, it's great. Now, are you uh, working at at a hospital or is it still you're working no. in the clinic, right? 
no, we're actually considered outpatient. We're affiliated with the hospital. Gotcha. So they took over my practice. Yep. Same location, same location though. Same location, same staff, same mm-hmm. patients. All my staff got raises plus mm-hmm. benefits. Yep. Everyone's really happy with mm-hmm. that side of things for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've come in and they've supplied new equipment. We're getting, we have access to the uh, hospital system, which mm-hmm. one of the cool things I like from a learning perspective is I wasn't aware that in the hospital system, they pull in the records from all over. Yeah. So just by clicking on the patient's name, you can hit a button and you can review their testing and everything mm-hmm. without having to call around and ask for people to send it over and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And I, I think from a learning perspective, that's going to really help me grow as a provider yeah. for sure. But yeah, same place. And then they're building in one of their existing facilities across the street. They're doing a build out right now. And so at the end of this year, my lease will go away. They're covering my lease and my location expenses as a part of the company. They're paying the company basically my rent uh, until December. And then they're moving us into a facility that's going to have general surgery and primary Mm -hmm. care physicians and physical therapists all in the same location. That's pretty cool. So now, did they add any providers to your location yet? No, not yet. But we are, when we go to the new location, I've already spoken to them about having a PT. And that's part of that teamwork piece that they're really looking for. They want a holistic team approach, willing to refer and be referred to. Mm-hmm. And I spoke to them right away about that, about how I've done things in the past where I had one podiatry clinic, one month, send me 65 new patients in one month. And they were all for foot pain for Medicare. Wow. And I'm like, <laughs> as nice as that is, yeah. like a lot of those patients weren't too happy with me because Medicare doesn't cover extremities for chiropractors. So yeah. I told them right away, I was like, give me a physical therapist and, and I can go back and massage those relationships and like them. But it just from an insurance perspective, it was a it was a it was a very large barrier. And sixty-five new patients for one practice is not a small thing. Oh, it's a huge thing. <laughs> Most practices don't get sixty-five total. So <laughs> Yeah. I, I was like, this is great, but how do I keep this going? But yeah. That's pretty cool. And so you stayed at the same location, all that stuff, which is awesome. You're going to potentially have more of a multidisciplinary practice, mm-hmm. right? Yep. They're, they're handling all the billing for you now. Yeah. Okay. Currently I actually have a, a CA mm-hmm. and we do rehab. I'm a rehab provider. Yep. They have him with me. They've given him some hours in a different clinic. He's getting to work in more of a neuro rehab clinic mm-hmm. uh, on the days that he's not with me. And so he's gone full-time now versus being part-time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of integrative stuff coming in. Mm-hmm. Putting a, I think it's a either an MD or a PA in the location with me. No, oh, wow. will give me the ability to, you know, step down the hallway and be like, "Hey, I got this mm-hmm. patient who needs this. What do you think?" And hand them over and be like, "Can you help get the referral for Medicare until we get some of those mm-hmm. challenges fixed?" <laughs> yeah, that's great. And then, were you in network with all the insurances prior to merging? Yeah, most I had finally dropped Cigna uh, or yeah. Ashen. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I'm with the um, nonprofit, they take everyone. That's what and I was going to say. Did they convert everything in network? Yeah, yeah, we're back in network with with some of those mm-hmm. payers, and you know, we're constantly having conversations about what's best and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. you know. It's still very new. So is this new for them? I, I think you mentioned one of your old colleagues was the first one, maybe. First one in Northern Virginia, but Greg Shear is the original one that got it started down in Virginia Beach. Okay. Virginia Beach is probably two or three hours from us. Yep. And then 
the Sentara Hospital Group has purchased hospitals around the state in a bunch of different localities. Yep. And they purchased one in Woodbridge, which is probably 15, 20 minutes up 95 from where mm-hmm. I'm at. Yep. And they actually weren't really planning on focusing on the Stafford market too much. And they changed their goals to bring me in. So, and are um, they only a Virginia based or are they like Maryland, DC, Virginia or other uh, states? Virginia and North Carolina. Oh, okay, cool. Are they looking to get in to do this into say North Carolina as well? Or you're not sure? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've asked them about that because I do have a buddy down there who, who mm-hmm. I really think would be a great fit. He might be a little too far from their, mm-hmm. from their locality because it, it really does come down to how much can you play with the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. me and Stafford being 20 minutes away on 95, that's a big deal. Yeah. 20 miles could be two hours. <laughs> you it know? can be in a Virginia, uh, D.C. area, that's for sure. Yeah. No yeah. Doubt. So that's still a concern. So as they add other providers into the Stafford mm-hmm. area, it'll be easier for me to contribute. All right. We got a new special from Cairo specific for modern chiropractic marketing listeners, you were going to get 15% off your monthly subscription for your first year with ChiroUp. And with ChiroUp, you're going to have access to condition-specific patient reports with online and mobile access, best practices protocols for over 100 conditions with video tutorials, clinic dashboard with key practice stats and outcomes, and auto-generated MD initial and release summaries, plus much more. And Uh, I think it's a great supplement to your overall content marketing strategy. And all you need to do is go check out them at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash Cairo up M-C-M. And you can get 15% off for a full year. And if you do that and you email me, Kevin at moderndeskjockey.com, I will uh, throw in a 30-minute consult call with you uh, to go over how you can utilize some of this to supplement your content marketing to help grow your practice. So check that out at bit.ly, B-I-T slash Cairo up, M-C-M, as in modern chiropractic marketing. Check that out for 15% off your yearly subscription. Do you know if they're looking to have a set type of system, like in the sense of, okay, every location is going to have a chiropractor, a PT, an MD, a, like, or are they just being pretty adaptable based on the practice they merge and acquire? Yeah. Uh, so the VP is, uh, I believe the VP is educated as a PT and the director mm-hmm. is a PT. And there's definitely a focus on being a part of the, the physical therapy. We're considered, in fact, my new name is Sintera Therapy Center. Okay. Uh, and so it doesn't have chiropractic in the name at all. Mm-hmm. But I think they have a goal of adding PTs, chiros, massage therapists, maybe athletic trainers in the future as well, like mm-hmm. having a, a, you know, an integrative approach. We're going to be building a new facility up the road for me in Dumfries, and I'm going to be a part of rolling that out. At the same time, my practice moves across the street. We're going to be opening another one in between Kenny and myself. Kenny's in Woodbridge, and then I'm in Stafford. So the two of us will meet in the middle and work at Dumfries one as well. That's pretty cool. And then are you, for your location, are you the clinical director? Is that how it's working? Right now, I'm a chiropractor. I work with, what do they call them? They call them uh, team coordinators. Okay. So we have team coordinators, and my team coordinator right now is Arkina Daly. She's a, a Dr. Daly. She's a DPT, mm-hmm. but for the moment, they mostly have me answering to the director, which she answers to them. And I do, it's, it's a little bit of communication between a bunch of different people. So mm-hmm. um, at this point, I'm so new, I'm still having meetings on a regular basis with the VP of the hospital because mm-hmm. we still have my, my business stuff to work out. They're yeah. still compensating me and we're actually in talks to maybe integrate 
higher up into mm. the system, which That'd be I great. think is awesome. Yeah. And so I've been able to facilitate that conversation and we have a meeting set up to see if all the, the decision makers agree that the Cairo should use that as their mm-hmm. outcomes um, tracking tool and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be great. That would benefit them greatly for sure. I really obviously like Cairo up. So that's, yeah. that's cool. So you probably have taken a lot off your plate, right? Some of the business admin, some of the marketing, some of that yeah. type of stuff. You probably have to do a little bit of the marketing and, and, and things of that nature. But have you felt yeah. like you've got a, a like a big weight off your shoulders right now? Yeah, yeah. Right now, they're letting me get used to the documentation process, mm-hmm. um, which is that's a big adjustment <laughs> that takes a lot longer to document in Epic from what I've seen. So I'm thinking about some of the challenges there and maybe trying to make it easier on the chiropractors mm-hmm. um, in that respect. But uh, they've also been pretty, they've been pretty gracious with giving me some time to do some other things as far as shutting down the business because of COVID and yep. you know business value not really being there. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't really able to offer a, a purchase and they know that. And yep. so they've been a little gracious with me there, trying to give me some time to, to close out accounts and that kind of stuff while I get used to the documentation. And the next step is we're going to start working on what you, they would like for me on productivity. Yeah. Do you know if they're doing any traditional valuations in purchasing of practices that are more of just a, like a merging type of situation? I'm the, I was the second one that I know of. And the first one was three years ago. And they did an evaluation on the equipment. Yeah. And they gave me money for that. Mm-hmm. And then they consider the signing bonus. Yeah. You know, yeah. benefit for that right now. Cool. But if they did do the evaluation, they have an accounting and legal department, and it would probably get applied to the same steps that they do the mm-hmm. MDs um, or whoever else they're acquiring. So yeah. I'm sure they yeah. have a formula that they use mm-hmm. for that. But yeah. I mean, there's, there's a big benefit. There's the, the benefits package is, mm-hmm. is I mean, it's not yeah. something we. I, we're yeah some of them aren't used to it like I, I own my practice and i know what i spend each month for my family's health care because my wife stays home with the with our son and, and so i know what i spend on health care for that amongst yeah. other things and the reality of it is it's the same thing I, i've had a client that i used to coach who had his own practice and now he's he got the job with the va which he was really excited about and had great benefits there. And he was a solid business owner for sure. And you, and it sounded like you were as well. So I I don't say this in the sense of you couldn't have done it either way. You you could have continued thriving in your own practice. But I think for a lot of people, a scenario like this is a perfect fit. I try to teach and coach and help as many chiropractors as I can to have a thriving practice, but not everybody has a stomach for business ownership. Not everybody has the uh, wherewithal for it. Some people just really want to be a doctor and don't want to have to worry about all the team management and hiring and, and all the things that go to owning a practice. And so I'm personally excited for these types of opportunities and I'm hoping more, I'm hoping your hospital group grows more into this. I hope other hospital groups do it. And I hope chiropractors uh, start thinking of that as an opportunity. And it sounds like a lot of the gateway to it though, is you're going to have to start and build a practice, right? Like you probably wouldn't have had this opportunity if you didn't start and build a practice, correct? Yeah. I mean, they've done both models now and they've, there's, like I said, I'm number eight and two that I know of that they've acquired. Mm -hmm. The others have started, have been established, but then joined as an employee, not necessarily bringing the practice over. Yep. 
Kenny, for instance, worked for a couple of different individuals over the years and then moved into the Sinteris team. And I think from the, the business standpoint, that is definitely something that I discussed because I, I feel like I have a very strong interest in that side of mm-hmm. things or else I wouldn't have started my own practice. Yeah, um, yeah. And one of the things that I definitely went into this thinking is one of my areas that I'd like to work on is the management of, of things. And mm-hmm. I feel like being a better manager could potentially be easier to get the education in that within an organization like this that has the multiple different tiers that you can look look to for guidance and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense for sure. Do you know any other of your colleagues throughout the country that have had an opportunity like this, whether it was a different hospital group or any other hospital groups doing it? I know that we've heard of, there's a group up in Michigan, I think it is, mm-hmm. that's, that's done a lot of this, way bigger than what the, I think Sentara has done so far. But Sentara is, they're looking to move on people in Virginia. It doesn't seem like there's um, much of a holdback as far as bringing on other providers. Mm-hmm. They've already asked me, I've already pointed out friends and stuff like that, or people that mm-hmm. I know that I think would be a strong match. And yeah. I've been given the green light on a couple to set up some meetings to talk to them. Mm-hmm. So they're definitely looking for it. And my post was all about the other hospital system in, you know, the neighboring town south of me, um, mm-hmm. Mary Washington. I was treating one of the business um, development team members' son, and she just came in and found found out that I would just join the hospital because everything changed over. She had to sign your paperwork, yeah. and she says to me, "I didn't know you were looking to join a hospital." And I'm like, <laughs> well, as a chiropractor, this doesn't come up a lot. Like, it's so all you can just call someone and say, hey, would you like to buy my practice? Yeah. And so she seemed to be like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. We can use people like you. I'm like, and, and that brings up a good question. And I wonder, and maybe you have some insight on it and maybe you don't, but I wonder what we can start doing as a profession to be throwing feelers out there like that. Maybe yeah. the chiropractor in whatever town would love an opportunity like that. Like, how would they go about it? Like, is it about taking yeah. a patient that works for a hospital like you did there? Or uh-huh. I wonder what some of the ways we can start to expand this could be. Yeah. It's like with everything else, I feel like mm-hmm. even down to my first job offer, one of my friends was in a Graston seminar and he was sitting at a table by himself and my future boss got moved to his table mm-hmm. and he told her about me. And she emails me and asks me for my resume. <laughs> and it was like, and then she wasn't even planning on hiring, but then she ended up hiring me. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, it's just those opportunities, I think, with the people. And you just never know who's going to be able to move the needle. I think probably more importantly, I feel like if other chiropractors are interested in this environment, mm-hmm. our hospital system specifically gave me point by point. So we're looking for ethical evidence-based chiropractors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're looking for MSK providers with no pseudoscience. Yep. They want a holistic team approach, willing to refer and be referred to. Mm-hmm. And that's really what they're looking for. And asking them in the process of, okay, if I come over there, what kind of salary looking at? How many people do you want me to treat? Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like the one guy I interviewed with who wanted me to treat 500 people a week, <laughs> you know, coming out of school. That's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. And probably more than what he would have offered me. They're looking for quality care and they're looking for people to work within their strengths Mm -hmm. and then to recognize when they need to refer out and to use the team. Cause that's where I think a lot of the 
the financial security comes from is working with the group. Yeah. No, it's pretty, pretty cool for sure. Do you know if you're the hospital group that you're with, are they going to be going into other states or is it really just going to be Virginia and North Carolina? I don't know. They appear to be doing pretty well. The hospital they took over in Woodbridge is it's up and coming. It was owned by a different group before. And so they just took it over. Mm -hmm. There's some orientation and apparently there's something called a magnet rating for hospitals. Okay. They have 12 hospitals and I think seven of their 12 hospitals are ranked in a magnet rating. Oh, wow. Which if you think about it, them being a nonprofit, have to yeah. take everyone. Sometimes they get paid, they don't. That's a pretty good focus. Mm-hmm. It is. In, I think that rating, you have to be in the top 8% in the country. Wow. Or something. That's so, cool for sure. That's not bad. You know? Yeah. When I think a take home is whether it's a hospital or some of these other venture capitalists, uh, there's groups out there doing mm-hmm. things like this. If you build your practice um, the right way and you do things the right way, yeah. I feel like in the next now to 10 years or so, if, if you build your practice to sell or to be acquired or merge, and that means doing things the right way from a clinical and a business perspective, there could be some opportunities that come your way where it's just, holy crap, this is great. I just posted in our Facebook group about what's your exit strategy. And I just asked it for no particular reason, because I know a lot of chiropractors don't have one. But if you do things the right way, an, an exit strategy could come your way. I know you're not, it's not an exit strategy for yeah. you because you're young, but for the chiropractor that's built a great practice, that's 55, something like this could be a great exit strategy. Um, oh yeah. I think it's, I took the opportunity because even though I feel like I could have, I'm almost, I was almost back to where I was before and could have mm-hmm. kept moving forward. There's obviously some challenge to overcome, but I felt like we need more of us in this system. Yep. We need, we, we like my boss just said, we were just talking about this beforehand. He says, you can't change the system from outside. Yeah. And my mantra in school, which a lot of people who ended up going the more of the straight path laughed at was, is I have always felt like you take care of people and they take care of you. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, so if you're focused on taking care of your patients and making sure that you're getting good outcomes and taking care of them, even when you can't help them, make mm-hmm. sure that you follow through and help them in any way you can, mm-hmm. that eventually it will pay off. And I feel like with this opportunity, it feels like I'm closer to that. Yeah, <laughs> you know? no, it does. And no. Just staying focused on that. Don't be afraid to refer out. I mean, yeah. if you don't know, mm-hmm. don't be afraid to refer out to someone who might. Don't be afraid to look at someone on the first visit and be like, I think there's something more going on here. I feel like you should talk to this person. I don't want to touch you because I'm not 100% sure about it right now. And I feel like that's something that people don't always do. Mm-hmm. And I think it should be a, a big part of that, that philosophy. I agree. I agree. Any other words of advice or wisdom for chiropractors out there that are intrigued by a scenario like this? Yeah, I would say stick to quality outcomes, mm-hmm. work with other groups of people, why don't you walk into some PT practices and, mm-hmm. and try to get some meetings? Mm-hmm. I, I had the benefit of working inside of the PT clinic and doing most of the marketing for them, help them grow their practice. Mm-hmm. But just getting those relationships down or working with the athletic training program. I'm a clinical um, educator in the athletic training program. And that has been huge for helping me talk to the local athletic trainers. Um, we've got five high schools around me that all are more than willing to refer to me. And when I walked into the first one, the guy literally says, I hate 
expletive chiropractors, but you're awesome. And then he turned around and tried to get me in with all the different high schools in the area. And so it just blossomed from there. Just don't be afraid to walk in and meet with someone face to face. I still think face to face is probably the, um, the best kind of marketing that we can do. Oh yeah, Uh, for sure. Yeah. So cool. Awesome. I really appreciate the insights on all this. I think it's an exciting opportunity for you. Yeah. And, and a lot of chiropractors uh, now and, and, and moving forward. So I'll keep my you know tabs on how you're doing with it. We'll touch base yeah. continuously. And I'd like to see how this uh, plays out for you. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate you having me on there. And um, you know, I think quality of life and focusing on patient care is what most of the other chiropractors have mentioned to me in our little chat here. Yeah. So, awesome. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Have a good one. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. Before you leave, make sure you check out our website. We've got blogs and podcasts and all kinds of great info at www.modernchiropracticmarketing.com. We also have a closed Facebook group of the same name where a lot of like-minded chiropractors are workshopping ideas and making sure that we have this continual advancement of marketing, business, mindset, and just growth of your practice. So check us out, modernchiropracticmarketing.com and the Facebook group of the same name.